Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? Peasant Chat. That's right. We're talking to the poor people today. Every Sunday, 9.30 a.m., we have a Peasant Chat where we used to not um, do, uh, what do you call it, Super Chats? But we just said, let's let the peasants chat because they were tripping that all I was doing was answering the uh, Super Chats. But those obviously went away. <laughs> so we just basically opened it up for um, everyone to talk. But the name stuck. Today, what we're going to talk about is LMP of MD. That's right. The guys over in Maryland, late model performance, the LTLS. I don't want to call them an LTLS shop because Alec Bledsoe and the guys over there, you know, they they, they mess with everything. They've had a couple of warrior class car. They have a warrior class car that runs 420s in the eighth. That is serious. That's six second quarter mile well into the six second quarter mile type of eighth mile et so to say they're an lslt shop it's not a dig at them but it's what they're best known as you know they've done a lot of cadillac cts's ctsv ct5 v blackwing and that's the one we're going to talk about today tuesday we talked about sorry thursday we talked about bmw guys how they're now puffing their chest out because you can go nines with a couple of bolt-ons well guess what the ct5 you can go nines with a couple of bolt-ons. So can you with a GT500. So can you with a Hellcat. So it's nothing new, but the BMW guys, you know, they're flexing because they're finally in the game where for the longest time they had a weak platform. But, you know, no, nothing wrong with that. Good competition only makes everyone better. So the CT5 went 9.9 .9 with upper, lower, inner, uh, sorry, a uh, ported blower, uh, LMP lid, and an ice tank, obviously with tuning and I think meth. And that thing is a big, heavy car. 4,400 pounds, sedan, 10R, rear-wheel drive with factory wheels with, a, with just a sticky tire. We'll talk about that. We'll talk how special that is because you don't see that anymore. You do not see people just handing off the keys of their $100,000 car to a shop and say, get after it. Don't worry about it. We trust you. Also, we'll talk about 21 and up Mustang tune vetting. So last week or a week before, I said that now 21 and up Mustangs have the same tuning ability that 18 to 20 has. So a lot of people emailed Lund Racing and said, let me get that new tune. It is not a new tune, okay? It just means that the tunes can now be taken to the nth degree, just like 18 to 20, meaning forced drag mode, meaning all the saucy transmission stuff you already have it so stop asking if you can get a brand new tune i'll talk about why that change happened but again i have to be a little vague as to why that change happened but i can give you a a a, a definite answer as to why that happened but before we do that as always have mr bill o'reilly say hello okay. we'll do it live okay we'll, no. we'll do it live fuck it do it live i can i'll write it and we'll do it live Fucking thing sucks! That's right, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. It does suck. Let's get after it with the sponsors, the people that make the disco ball go round and round and round. We got two auto solutions, Rami Zadon and two auto solutions. Probably one of the longer standing sponsors. Um, that guy has literally built the Corvette from the ground up in terms of parts, headers, blower, you name it. That guy has hooked me up and I appreciate him very much. Thank you very much. Rami Zadon. Race Motive, they got a race going on, I believe, this weekend. Check them out, Race Motive on Instagram, check out what's going on with the roll racing stuff in Pocono and in MIR, at MIR, DNA Hat Performance, DNA Performance.com. If you want to buy any part, cold air, uh, fuel system, catch can, you name it, 
DNAHighPerformance.com is where you want to go. This is the online parts house sponsor of the channel. Part farm, PartFarm.com, again, they have built the GT500. Basically, pedals, master cylinders, you name it. I'm also going to need a center console, well, because it's now stick. So we'll talk, uh, you know, I'll hit them up and get some stuff coming. Comp Performance, I installed their new Ram Air intake, and it tunes phenomenally. I was dead wrong about the potential tuning issues. I'm telling you, that thing is so mint. I'll make a video on it probably this weekend. UltimateHeader, UltimateHeader.com. Ultimate header on Instagram, PMAS, Nick James, PMAS out there enjoying the last couple of days of good lake weather in Michigan and Calumer Transmission, CalumerTransmission.com. If anyone is going to end up with my GD500, it's probably going to be Ben Calumer. Ben Calumer has expressed interest in my GD500, but what I want to do is I want to run 8s in it. And after it runs 8s and I get AC in it and cruise it for a little bit, then it's a for sale because I got to get me into a... Uh, house again housing market stupid so that kind of like let me mess with other projects so let's say hi to the people we'll talk about alec bledsoe lmp of md we'll talk about 21 vetting platoon vetting and then we'll talk to the people about whatever peasant subject matter comes up we got a brian 03 cobra josh roy nuxo minibank madman it's oman and tj sikorsky with the first to say hello terrence griffin monify 40 darren harper drock fox coyote kelly and angel puerto rico tito judge clean 93 gt Big guns, a big guns. JD Swag, one of the mods. What's up? Up in Canada. I don't know how you guys keep voting Trudeau with 20%. 20% something. 29%. He got he became prime minister or whatever the hell. You guys just gotta dump that shit. I can't take Canada serious until they stop voting for a fucking clown. Kayla Lambert, uh, I shouldn't talk. We we got Biden in, so whatever. Frank Weaver, Dustin Garrison, Street Scene, Robo Style, Mini by Madman, Street Scene again, Torque and Beans, Street Scene again, California, Walter Hoffman, Matt Oliver, uh, Madam Griffin, Martin Robles, Large Marchiato, D&G Brandon. What's up, D&G Brandon? How's the twin turbo car coming? I didn't hear from you last week. By the way, I'm going to be on vacation, so if, if you were being tuned by me, actually, you don't know if you're tuned by me or not, because it says Calibrator, but I'm off all next week, so if shit blows up, it wasn't me. SK Productions, Cody, Sean, M Mikey, 5-0, RPGGT, Morpuzman, Boost, Tony Dominguez, Alfredo, and Eric. Wow, all of those guys I just mentioned are paid chats. I love that. When I see a bunch of, I'm sorry, they're members, meaning they pay a monthly nut. When I see four green things in a row, I am a happy guy. Chris W, Garf 2-0, Brian Harper, Savar, Montner, Terrence, one of one RTR, Phil Fez, Shipbox Fox, Nat Jew, Minibike again, Garf, Mike H72, Robles, Mr. Robles, Martin Robles, Adam Griffin, Terrence Griffin, Lex Luthor, Upgrade, Upgrade is in the house because you get a double dose, uh, Ryan Freeman, one of on RTR, Felix, and D. Rock. you got Biden, we have Trudeau, but see the thing is, Trudeau gets voted in with 20% of the vote because you guys got too many freaking parties to vote for, whittle it down to two, okay, so, but again, Canada's fucked up, Canada's, Canada, you can, uh, they, 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 I like how people say we have free healthcare in Canada, and then when you say I have a cold, they say here's a pill to die with. They uh, they they urge you to die. Um, okay, so let's talk about Mr. Bledsoe and LMP of MD again. One of the smaller but probably better informative channels out there. And again. They didn't ask me to do this. And by the way, on this video, they gave me a huge shout out. On the video uh, posted uh, one day ago called the first CT5V Blackwing in the nines, the whole minute and a half beginning, they gave me a shout out. I really appreciate that. I am not looking for any rep. I'm not looking for anything. I just want to recognize that there's a shop out there on the Chevy side 
that does what we used to do. We used to, every week, me and Donnie, me and Jake, me and everyone would go to the track and try new combinations and push, 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 push. And that shit went away because the track went away and Power by the Hour stopped working on cars. So to see a shop full of young guys, because Mr. Bledsoe is under 30 years old, have some actual success, knowledge, and they literally bring some of the best LTL, Chevy-based videos on the other side. I, I appreciate it. It's not a car on a dyno. It's a car at the track. So you got to appreciate that. So I want you guys to hear two passes. This is when, when, you're, when you're on YouTube, really listen. And you need to listen to the passes. A lot of people just see the car launch. They don't even listen to the transmission. And they just say, oh, okay, you know, it ran a number. Listen to this car. Like, really, really listen to the pass. So 10-15-136. Now let's fast forward until the end where they ran the nine. Listen to this pass. Like really, really listen. By the way, stock cold air with a filter. Stock wheels, just a sticky tire in the back. This thing is 4,400 pounds. Second gear launch. Listen to this pass. Before I show you the ET, what was different on that pass? Come on, class. Just by audible, just by listening to the car, what was different on that pass? I'll wait. I'll wait. Because a lot of you need to understand what's happening. And I don't really have to, like, point it out. It was very obvious. The difference in sound on, on those passes. JD Swag is on the money. Coyote Kelly wasn't slapping on the shifts. There you go. So, so someone said lock up on the converter. Ah, there you go. See, you guys. No. <laughs> so, exactly. No pops. Trans tune smooth. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Someone said nitrous off the line. Nope. So, if you really listen, you know what the changes are. I don't even have to tell you. Someone said no farts. Smoother shifts. Smoother shifts. So, you guys are on the money. I appreciate you guys. I, I, I love that you guys are tracking. What we say is that you're tracking, you're understanding what I'm trying to get at without having to say it. You just were able to listen and saw a difference. So he ran a nine on that pass. 993, 147.60 foot, 6.3 in the eighth, 138 miles an hour at 4,400 pounds. That is a car with catalytic converters. Okay, it still has the cats. It has a lid, upper, lower, ported, and uh, uh, ice tank and meth. Obviously, that car, it has so much potential, it's not even funny. A nine-second boat. Because the CTSV3 record is 
And this brand new vehicle that just got tuning access was able to run 9.93. That is ridiculous. That, that car is on its way. I would not be surprised if this thing with bigger blower, free-flowing exhaust, full E85, which means it needs a fuel system and a whole bunch of shit, I think it'll be an 890 car. 899, but again, the biggest thing is the customer just handed off the keys and said, here you go. Now, let's finish it up. They, they played a trick on them. They played a trick on Alec and said, oh, it... Uh, you know, it didn't run the number. It ran 10-2. And he's like, oh, fuck, you know, I, I knew I messed up on the 60-foot, blah, 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 blah. So they got him because he was, he is looking at the 60-foot. A lot of us look at the time slip. Our eyes don't go down to the ET. A lot of the times we go right to the 60-foot because if the 60-foot is good, the 330 is good, the 8th is good, the ET will come. So he looked at the 60-foot. It wasn't as strong as before. So he was fooled until he saw the Dude, ET. fucking bullshit. You can't see the fucking, what the worst slip. Man, I fucked up. I fucked up fucking... What? <laughs> what? Yeah. I just looked at this. So, they got him because, again, he was looking at the slip. But this is the most impressive part that I want you guys to hear. They go to the track, they run the number, and listen to what he says when they're done. You gotta act like I didn't do it because today sucked. Fucking, there you fuck, go. This way this motherfucker. Yes, we we're out of here. It's hot as fuck. Ah. Let's load this MFR up. We got to get out of here. We got to get to work. Meaning, he's going to go back to work. He's he's not going to go to Applebee's and drink and hang out and go to Longhorn Steakhouse and celebrate. Got shit okay. to do. There you fuck, go. Let's load this motherfucker up. Yes, we gotta get we're out of here. Hey, it's hot as fuck. See y'all later. We got to go to work. I absolutely love it. So check out that video, guys. Um, The work ethic of the Northeast uh, guy is undefeated. If you, if you had... The Northeast work ethic in a lot of these shops, because a lot of these shops, they run a number and they're going to celebrate. They're going to go, yeah, we did it. We're the best. Then they go on Facebook and they go, we're the best. We the best. Boom, you know, put future on a track with the car going down the track. And oh my God, we're the shit. We're the shit. Instead of just, let's get back to work. We got shit to do. Now, in that video, I, I, I wanted to point out something that they're working on that I thought was interesting. Now. I want you guys to look at another video and I want you to tell me what you see in this video that is different. And I hope you guys can um, pick up on what I'm, um, what's going down. And again, I'm not going to say nothing. What do you see in this car? Now, this is we know whose car this is. This is Dell's car. We've seen videos on it all the time. Tell me what this car is doing different that it wasn't doing before. And I am not going to say a damn thing. saying a goddamn thing i'm just telling you it's right there <laughs> it's staring at you right in the face and if you don't know what's happening i'm telling you you're never gonna know i love you but that thing is uh gonna be on the streets doing street shit it's gonna be some crazy stuff going on so hey oh joshua joshua's on the money boy 
So I think they're uh, they're they're going to be uh, some, doing some pretty serious racing once fall comes around. Now let's talk about tune vetting. I've already spent 60 minutes talking shit. So let's talk about tune vetting. Why on 21 and up Mustang did we say there isn't sauce as 18 to 20? The software. So when we uh, build tunes, and that's why we always kind of like go there's no way like look when when I, I can confidently say to people that lund racing has better access to tuning 18 to 20 than 21 plus now people would say why I, I can't get into it that much but let's just say this 18 to 20 when we tune it we got it 21 and up if we were to have if we were to let's just say give access to the software then everyone has it. You understand? But now we're at the point where like, fuck it. Because we don't want to shortchange the, the customer. Things are happening in the background that weren't favorable. So we're like, let's just do it all the way. Because at the end of the day, even if the even if competitors have access to everything, that doesn't mean they know what the hell to do with it. Like you can give somebody, boy, all the equipment to, let's say, build a nuclear reactor. Here you go. Here's every single part you need to build a nuclear reactor. Just because they have access to all the parts does not mean they know how to put it together to make it work properly. We do. We do. We've done it from 18 to 20. A lot of vetting, a lot of stuff happening. So not a lot of people had access to that. But the software we use on 21 Plus, it's like open source and every motherfucker has it. So we're like, all right, you know, we got to be careful because we don't want to like give all everything away. But you know, then the customer suffers. So we said, okay, let's just go ahead and, you know, screw it. So it doesn't mean you, you deserve a new tune. It doesn't mean you should hit up Lund Racing and say, give me a brand new tune. Alex said it's vetted. No, that tune you got, it's good. It's good. Stop asking. Okay. If you, if you have an NA car with a JLT and pump gas, there is no sauce. You have nothing done to the car. If you have a trans brake, twin turbo, converter, fuel system built motor 21 plus that base file you get has all the saucy stuff so stop tripping over dumb shit thinking that you are all of a sudden going to gain half a second in the 60 to 130 or, or, or whatever with with like a special sauce tune no if your mods are minimal you're good that's why a lot of people we don't listen to when they say well this guy tunes better than lun because my car went quicker with it if that tuner's willing to give you 35 degrees of timing with a JLT intake and pump gas, vaya con Dios. It's all good. Lund doesn't do that. But if you want to get after it, trans brake, uh, second gear leave, twin turbo, you know, all that stuff. Build transmission. Make sure the shifts are on the money. You already got the saucy stuff. But one of them is open source. The other one isn't. So it's kind of one of those things where you're kind of playing playing you're, you're trying to keep an advantage like we don't want to give away everything because unfortunately once we give you once we need access to this then everyone has access to this where in previous stuff it was all our stuff so there you go if you want a 21 plus and you want to go max effort you're good not a problem um before it was we were kind of tippy toeing around it because we're like ah, you know we don't want to give everything but now um that it seems like we're going to be dealing with certain software for a while. We're like, hey, everyone has it. So don't don't um, hesitate to get 21 and up tuning. By the way, did you see Brian Luna and Mexico Racing League took a 21 and up Shelby Whipple truck 
on the Lund Racing page, and we're just getting after it. The shifts are on the money crisp. So 21 and up from 50, tuning is super fully vetted. 21 and up Mustang, tuning is super fully vetted. We'll see if 24 Mustang tuning becomes uh, available sooner than later because they share an architecture with 21 and up F-150 tuning. So it might be sooner than later that we get all that stuff. All right, let's talk to the people here. I've talked enough for 20 minutes. So we'll see what you guys got to say. Someone said 90-10 shocks, wheelie boys, no BMR parts, weight transfer. I said logs, Alex got a personal best yesterday, 994-156, car stalls if I go watt in first, right when I pull uh, pull second on the Turbo 400. Uh, car stalls if I go watt in first, right when I pull stalls. Stalls, so the car turns off on one, two. Front end, better shocks. BMW can have all the phone app tunes they want. They still can't see Dell's combos exactly. Look, a lot of people with the BMW stuff, they're they're not mad. They're and it's it, the vocal guys are the minority. The guys that are actually fast, they don't talk all that much online. They just race. But a lot of guys go, Alex, a G80 has been just as quick as your Corvette, and I'm like, has your G80 been as my quick as my Corvette? Has your G80? been like and then they go and then they forget they conveniently forget the other cars i have i have a gt500 and they go well it's a built motor i'm like i'm sorry i have it uh, like like oh i'm disqualified because the motor's built well you're disqualified because your car comes with twin turbos or turbo oh no that doesn't make sense that doesn't make sense you're comparing a seventy-three thousand dollar bmw to an na mustang and you think that's a fair comparison when it is seventy-three thousand dollars versus 50 Stop, because you and I both know that if you put fifteen to twenty thousand dollars in that Mustang at the drag strip, not many G80s, M3s, or M2s or M5s are going to do whatever the hell. They're not going to come close to what that Mustang has the capability of doing. But but the guys that talk don't have the vehicle. The guys that do most of the talking don't have the actual vehicle that performs like the one they're trying to set up as an example. So I just don't pay attention. Noxo, thank you for the money. Again, you don't have to do that, but I appreciate the money. Didn't hear the converter lock on the CT5E first pass. Definitely heard it on the second pass. Thank you. Appreciate that, Noxo. Look, everything's uh, appreciated here because the channel's small, but I try to do my best to get you guys content. Tonight, there'll be a big update on the GT500. That's right. Tonight at 5 o'clock, I'm going to air a video about 18 minutes long. Big update. Pedals, shifter, intercooler, drive shaft, the whole nine yards. Big, big update. So I'm hoping that you guys would enjoy that video just to get you as much content as possible. It's not easy. So this week that I'm going to be off, I'm going to be working on the Corvette cold air intake, which is a Ram Air style cold air intake. I'm going to try to get some 60 to 130 on that. But IATs are so hot because it's hot outside that I definitely have to do something like a meth situation or something to cool down the IATs, lid, meth, you name it, whatever I need to do to get the uh, ZR1 cooled down because at 18 to 20 pounds of boost, that thing gets hot, especially in the summer. What's your favorite drag radio for the street? ET Street R by far. Now, the SS is fine, but if you're talking like max effort, ET Street R is the drag radio I would go with. Alex, how often do you change the supercharger oil, just normal driving Vortec V3JT? So, <clears throat> probably every two oil changes. Depending on how much the abuse, though. Like, I'm not one of these guys that goes by miles. You understand? Because you could... Like, like mileage on cars is funny. You can say this car has 60,000 miles. Are they all highway miles? Have you just been 
you know, driving back and forth because a 80,000 mile car might have less wear than a daily beat on 20,000 mile car. It only has 20,000 miles. Yeah, but you drag raced it and, and beat it within an inch of its life. Whereas this old lady drove it, her nice convertible, like convertible Mustangs, you guys know that those cars probably haven't been beat on that much, right? When someone gets a convertible GT or convertible California special, I am eyeballing Gen 2 California specials like crazy. Why? The likelihood that somebody bought a, a California special Gen 2 and beat the ever-living daylights out of it, auto, is very low. Most California specials have a stock hold there, stock tune, some older person. It's a premium car. It has the nice Al Alcantara inserts. It's just a different model that people tend to not buy and beat the crap out of. Nuxo, thanks again for the another 50 bucks, brother. Keep it coming. I like it. <laughs> so mileage doesn't matter. So in my opinion, a V3 JT, if you if you if you if you drive it normally, every two oil changes, so that's let's say it could be four to six thousand miles. What octane booster do you recommend using it to get some knock resist and more sauce out of the ESS G3X? Octanium seems to be pretty good. If you go to um AutoZone, they have the purple can that says it's not emissions friendly, which is hilarious to me that anytime they have to like say, this one is emissions, this octane booster is emissions friendly, this one's not. And I'm like, what's the difference? Lead? So octanium, boostane, or torco. Again, understand your spark plugs will be brown. Does that mean the life of the spark plugs has been cut because they're brown? Probably not. But in my opinion, you got to watch the, the fact that the, um, the spark plugs turn brown after a little while. Alex, thoughts on combining a second gen with a 10 speed how would you do it how would you control it you guys got to understand you can't cross generations you can't you can't take a gen 1 you can't take a gen 3 motor that has di different cam sensors uh and throw it in a gen 1 car that has a gen 1 computer and think it's going to run how who's going to run the di how are you going to control the cams if the sensor uh plugs are different Gen 2 to Gen 1, let's say the plugs are the same. How are you going to control the cams? How are you going to control the cams? They're parked in a different spot. Let's say you take a 10R and you try to put it behind a Gen 2. How are you going to control the transmission? Are you going to take a Gen 3 computer and put it in the Gen 2? So how are you going to delete the DI from the Gen 3 computer from the Gen 2 car? And the wiring harness plugs on the cams are different. You can't just shove 10 speeds into things. Now, if you're going to use an aftermarket controller, vaya con Dios. I don't think any aftermarket controller on the planet can control a Ford overdrive style transmission properly. Some guy on one of my uh, comments was saying, oh, easy, a US Shift 6, a US Shift 6 or whatever, 6R80 US, US Shift. I go, no. The US Shift goes... One, two, three, four, five, overdrive. When you go wide open throttle, it's going to go one and then just command a second. Two, what about pressure? What about oncoming? What about offgoing? What about torque converter lockup? What about uh, clutch fill speed? What about the one, two, two, one, three, two, four, three downshift? What about the 656463 downshift? How the hell does a little box that looks like it's a little piece of shit like this that just 
I guess goes off a throttle position or maybe mile an hour and a, and a, and a very, very basic software can control an insanely intricate transmission. Just the one, two, let's say on the one, two shift, right? Okay, let's say you think I'm full of shit and you get a Gen 3 car, manual, and you shove a US shift six, US six, whatever on it. I'm going to prove Alex wrong. And you spend the money, the time, the effort, and you install a 6R80 in a Gen 3. So now you go, what? 1-2. Oh, I got to bring down the 1-2 shift. So you bring it down 100 RPMs. Hits a limiter. You bring it down another 100 RPMs. Keeps hitting a limiter. Damn it. I have to damn near anticipate the shift at 4,000 RPMs so it could do a 1-2 shift. Already jacked up. Shit's already crooked. Remember Adam LZ and his US Shift 6 with his Barra 6R8, Barra 6R80? Remember that? We all remember that. Barra 6R80, GT350, US Shift 6, 6R80, uh, power by the hour, transmission. Burned it up! Never shifted properly. Constantly had to shift it with the shift, with, with the paddles. That, stop. California says, yep, my Cali Special had 56,000 miles when I bought it this year. Just an air raid, super clean. Cali? So if you guys want the best Gen 2 possible, you got to go after the market that the Gen 2, like the higher end models. And I hate to say that, but that's just kind of it. You're going to have to go after the California Specials, the super duper premium packages, the ones that are have all the amenities and are slightly heavier. Because you and I both know every Texas boy got a base, base GT and ragged it out. It's light. So the most ragged out cars tend to be the lightest, least option cars. The least ragged out cars are like a convertible California special. Nobody's going to beat on that. First of all, it's a convertible. Second of all, it's a California special convertible. So nobody modded that thing. It's heavy. It's just a really good looking car to cruise in. And that's what they used it for. So if you want something to build off of, it's going to have to be a higher end model, anything. But Alex, you can get a, you can get a Raspberry Pi to shift 10 or 80 mint, right? Alex, it's better to use an Octane Booster or a Mix 93 with something like 109. In my opinion, Scarlett's saying it's much better to use a similar stoic fuel than pump gas that has higher octane than an Octane Booster. I'm a big fan of shoving Sunoco 260GT, which is 100 octane, 14.0 stoic fuel, or C10, or MS109 is like in the in the in the 13s, I believe. So you know the car might trim out some fuel, but yes, I am a big fan of mixing race gas with pump gas to raise the octane, as opposed to dumping a can of some crazy octane boosting formula that. Might not might, might might kill you. That might kill your plugs, but I'm just not a fan of Octane Booster per se. Going forward, yeah, he just bought that car back. That six R was jacked. He bought that car back. He brought that car back. Yeah, I'm telling you, everyone with the US Shift Six is go. Oh, no, guys, it's not going to shift right. It's not going to shift right. And people say, what about Motec? What about Motec? How many? How many? How many? How many tons of guys are shoving six R eighties with a Motec out of all things? A five to six thousand dollar software just to run a six R. Now, the nice thing about a Motec is this, right? This is this is the best thing I think in about a Motec. Motec, 
6R80. Can it control it? Sure. Then same computer, put a manual in it and then go to the software and switch it over to manual. T56, you know, it doesn't matter. But may I don't think they can do 10R80 yet. I, I, I have not seen any MoTeC be able to control a 10R80 properly. It took them years to figure out the 6R80 and it's still not as good as stock. And again, nothing against MoTeC or the programmer Vit that deals with MoTeC. The guy's super talented. But it is a completely different animal when you have a billion dollar company that has access to every single parameter on the planet and all the testing tools on the planet to vet the 6R80 transmission tuning and 10R80 transmission tuning than to have a programmer with his personal vehicle dial it in. He's doing a killer job, but at the end of the day, Ford is just the one you want to use, the software you want to use. Got a 2011 GT three years ago, was convinced by your channel up to 91,000 miles on it now, and I still love it. I'm thinking of selling it and getting a 14 CTS V2. Should I save the money and build the 11 GT? It depends on what you want to do. If you want to go fast, you want to build the GT. The GT is lighter, more favorable. It's not IRS. It's going to be a more favorable vehicle to drag race. If you want to have a nicer quality vehicle, racing isn't in your DNA. You want to choppity chop and have explore the LS world with a little more torque. Sure. Build the CTS V2. Not a problem. 260 GT and C16. Uh, C16 is a little aggressive. It's 14.7 stoic and highly leaded. Mine's a base GT, but only had 25,000 miles. It didn't seem to be ragged out. Had some suspension mods and one piece drive shaft, but still stock clutch and shifter, which was weird. And it did come from Texas. Thank you, John97. I appreciate you very much. Um, Gavin Newsom edition. He'll be the next nominee. There'll, there'll be some kind of weird um, uh, thing where the Biden can't do it no more. And he's going to come in swooping in like fucking like a villain. That guy literally looks like a villain. Yeah, the stock computer is going to be the best in my opinion. Um and people don't like hearing that. People think that the aftermarket is automatically better. And it's not. It's just not. Especially when it comes to 6R80 stuff. Hmm. If you talk to Power by the Hour and you ask them, hey, I got a 6R80, blah, 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 blah. What's their first question? Who's tuning it? Every single time people say, hello, Power by the Hour. I'd like to buy your max effort transmission. Who's tuning it because now they have to back that transmission mechanically so let's say oh i got my local dyno tuner to tune it meaning he is only raising your shift points that's all he's doing he isn't doing anything to torque reduction he does does isn't doing anything to the torque to the converter lockup schedule he's literally dialing in shift points in the oss table that's all he's doing your local dyno tuner because if he looks at the transmission pressure section he is a lost puppy absolutely out to lunch he doesn't know what the hell he's doing he's looking at it and he's going oh uh, uh, should i make this number bigger or should i make this number smaller and only on and only when you have special access to certain software do you know what ford is trying to do imagine um baking a cake and doing trial and error to achieve a certain a certain outcome, a certain flavor, let's just say. Let's say you try to duplicate Oreos. Well, there is no there, there is no open source recipe. I can make a cookie that has a similar texture. I can make the I can make the filling a little, but it's gonna end up being a Hydrox. I mean, I, I wanna make even though Hydrox came first. 
I want to make an Oreo. I want it to taste like Oreo. But I don't know how to get the exact combination to have it taste, look, and feel like an Oreo. So Hydrox is a thing, meaning another Oreo. Same thing with tuning. If you say, oh, Lund's transmission tuning is top notch. Well, all you can do is try to mimic that. But unless you know the recipe, and nine times out of 10, you don't have access to the recipe. That's why when I see anyone else running a number, especially 10R80, 10R80 is the key. When you hear another tuner have a 10R80 slam shifts like a robot, on the Ford side, not that you doubt that he can do it, but you wonder, you go, that's oddly familiar sounding. That's why when I had you guys listen to Alec Bledsoe's video, you heard one video, then you heard another video. And I go, that's him changing things. That's him trying new things to try to get that car to run a number. You understand? So when you hear something at the track sound oddly familiar, of course those questions come up. Psycho not to. Sock PCM is good for 90% of everyone, period. By the way, I don't know if you saw my last two emails, but I got the issue figured out. Yes, your O2 sensors, Cody McGill. I asked you to send me a log, but luckily you figured out on your own. Plus and minus tuners, add some here, take a little there. Will the new F-150 have dual intake? I don't know. Um, this is the new F-150. I don't think there's a 24 F-150 with dual intakes. And again, that's emissions related. Uh, again, a lot of people are sitting here thinking that they're going to gain 25 horsepower from a dual throttle body. Imagine what dual throttle bodies and dual cold airs is going to cost. Okay, let's say you are a wiring guru. You are a wiring genius. And you know how to split the math signal so that no tune changes have to happen. I think it's possible. How much does it cost to buy two cold airs? 800 bucks or 600 bucks? If it's a $300 intake, so two of them. For, and then you got to make them fit, right? There's an ABS module in the way. There's the computer in the way. There's a whole bunch of stuff in the way. And where are they going to grab air from? So let's say you can make your 2023 20, and under car run dual throttle bodies, dual throttle body intake, dual cold airs. Buy the intake. Buy two throttle bodies. Buy two cold airs wire it all in, make it work. How much horsepower do you think you're going to get out of it? For me, for it to be worth it, it'd have to be 20 wheel. I don't think there's 20 wheel worth of horsepower in that setup. That's just not how it is. T1 Auto Care says, hey, Alex, do you have to extend the PCM wire harness if you do twin turbo route on Gen 3? Yep. And what size turbos do you recommend? Okay, when it comes to turbo stuff, I'm going to be honest with you, I am not that guy. I'm not that guy. Like, where is it here? I'm not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. I'm going to be honest with you and say, you need to talk to the turbo company, the, the, the provider, whether it's Garrett, whether it's um, uh, Zana, or whether it's Precision. <laughs> Under 2,000 horsepower, I think you're okay. Um, and then say, okay, this is what my goals are. I want it to spool fast. What should I get? And they'll be able to size them up properly. But anytime you have hot side stuff and pipes just moving all over the place, Nine times out of ten, if you're if you have top mount turbos, not only does your PCM have to move, your air conditioning has to move. Listen, guys, air conditioning lines, that new shit. If you have to move them and relocate them, that's a whole debacle. That's why I look at Aldo's kits. Aldo's kits are tucked underneath. He's been doing it for a long time. I think the quality is there. I like the guy. And all you see that all you see from in the engine bay that it has a turbo is the 
uh, intake pipe, the charge pipe going into the throttle body, that and it's super clean, everything is underneath, you don't have to do anything in the engine bay. I like the fact that the headers go backwards, just like factory. So they go backwards, turbos, then you have pipes going forward to the intercooler, doing intercooler things, then the charge pipe into the throttle body. In my opinion, that's the best way. <clears throat> Imagine trying to do CPR, but you don't know the steps or procedures, right? You're like, oh, do I stick my dick in his mouth? He's not breathing, right? That's 6R80 tuners that are your local dyno. I'm going to get a dyno tune. Like, that's my favorite. You know, Lund is remote, but I think a dyno tune is better. Then you go to your local dyno tuner. He locks it in fourth, goes wide open throttle, makes 10 more horsepower than Lund, and you're like, better than Lund. Hey, man, how much do I owe you? That'll be $850. Peeled off. You're happy as fuck. You're happy as fuck. Peeled it off. Here you go, sir. Man, I can't wait to go online and tell everyone that my local dyno tuner made more power than Lund. Get in it. He comes out. Oh, yeah, you got to clear it out. And you're like, clear it out? I never had to clear out Lund's tune. Eh, whatever. Maybe it needs to learn the new map. And you put it in drive. You go, turn around and go. This thing shifts like shit. Well, you didn't ask me to make it shift good. You asked me to make more power. Welcome to Dino Tuners. My dealer has a clean 17 RS3, and if I wasn't going through all this with my home getting destroyed, I'd probably get it. Oreo Hydrox Cream Betweens. How much Coyote Kelly? Um, the Atomo Z car has some kind of sequential in it. Now it does. Weird setup going slower than a regular boosted Coyote. Exactly. Maybe I'm missing something, but that build makes zero sense. It's simple. When you want to build fast Mustang stuff, and again, nothing against anyone he's worked with. If you want to build fast Mustang stuff, you mess with fast Mustang guys. If I want to build fast LS, LT stuff, I will deal with guys that have, forget dinos, guys that are at the track, that I'm listening to the car go down the track, I'm able to look at some data logs and I'm like, I'm going to mess with them. These guys are, these guys are legit. I'm not going to go on what everyone says is best because the guy makes more power. I played that game. The power dyno game is such a complete waste of time. I don't care what it makes on the dyno. What is his run at the track? The dyno is a tool. A lot of people saw that my TVS power GT500 when I took the Whipple off made a hundred less horsepower. And I go, guys, you don't understand. This thing might perform better. And they're like, what do you mean? It made 100 less horsepower. Yeah, peak. But what about the launch? What about the 60? What about usable power? They go, oh, I just know that it made 100 less, so you better run the Whipple. Meanwhile, the Whipple was generating 200 IATs. Stop it. Alex, uh, are you ready to drive a faceplated trans on the street? I'm going to be honest with you. I know it's not going to be fun. I know it's going to be difficult. But we'll see how it goes. Look, if I need to put a TR6060 back in there, I'm willing to do it. That transmission is worth like 12 grand. So it, worst case scenario, I tell Ben, I'm going to trade you this T56 Magnum XL for something that is not faceplated, something fully synchroed because I can't drive it on the street. Ford put two intakes on the new Mustang, so it looks like horse's nostrils. My latest Holly firmware indicated that it can control six-speed trans now. Take that as you will. Holly can barely control LSs. 
What are you talking about, Alex? Okay, okay. Holly tuners can't even get those things to start right. Boosting served me well, and it's how I determined if I was getting false knock from header exhaust install on boosted third gen 10 on. It was real. 6468 says D-Rock Fox. AJ says Dark Horse is going to need some old Swiss cheese and airbox mod to make the same BMC filters and keep it moving. Um, Coyote Austin says screw the intake. Just replace it with a manifold that has the intercooler built into it and they can bolt an air pump on top of it. Alex, have you seen any good results from the comp air cooled turbos? Um, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm not that guy when it comes to turbo stuff. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. I'm a supercharger guy. Now, if I went turbo, I would talk to turbo guys. And who are in the Coyote game the fastest turbo guys? Mexico Racing League has a six-second Aldo kit power glide situation. Not many have gone, if any, gone sixes in an IRS. Now, people were to say, well, that doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Everything he builds has been either low eights, sevens, or in Brian Luna's case, a six. My goal would be eights high eights and drive it as much as possible so it'd be a nice california special something really clean really nice i've seen them they're from 28 to 32 and i'd be like aldo give me a kit power by the hour get me a transmission i already have the four innovations fuel system in a box so it's just a matter of putting it all together drive shaft axle some suspension parts see if i can bust off an eight for less than fifty thousand dollars i think i can do it I'm gonna have you to my 23 california special when you get back from vacay no no just meet up Go now. Everyone tunes the same. Stop asking for a specific guy to tune your car. We are Borg. What the, what, what the top left of the cube does, the bottom right of the cube does. It doesn't matter. We are Borg. We are all tuning the same. We are all the same. We all use the same base files. The only difference would be, I guess, the track supports up and the methodology. Meaning, okay, I'll give you an example. If you have a centrifugal car that knocks on a shift because I owned a centrifugal car, that's the difference. I've owned more combinations. And again, this is nothing against the Lund guys. I have owned more combinations than anyone at Lund, period. Maybe I haven't tuned as many, but I've owned them. So I know what a 6R80 does. There is theory, then there's application. You can theorize so many things based on math, but until you experience them, you really don't have the full story. So I have experienced knock on a shift on a centrifugal. And I thought to myself, it can't be, it can't be knock. Knock is a cylinder pressure versus RPM versus timing situation, right? So if I in second gear floor it and it goes three to 7,500 RPMs and the knock sensors are at zero and then I shift slowly, click, click. Rev it up again. Knock sensors are at zero. I go, okay, it's not a lack of octane issue. But then on the same tune, I do a really fast two, three shift. The jostling, the moving, the vibrations caused by that shift. Now the knock sensors go to 10. Did knock all of a sudden appear on the same tank of gas, the same IAT, the same fuel, the same day? No. There is some false knock happening, whether it's the primary hitting the AC stud, whether it's the exhaust hitting, or if it's just the supercharger vibration because of the bracket that extends the supercharger out or to the side, jostling, I go, it's false. Like, 
like it's false. I've owned this combination. It's false. Desensitize the knock sensor. So this is what I tell people when they have that issue. Sir, I am seeing false knock on the shifts. Can you do me a favor? Please get a can of Octane Booster and repeat the logs. If in a can of Octane Booster, meaning 100 plus Octane, on a 2, 3, 3, 4 shift, still knocks, I go, sir, I think you have false knock. What I would do is desensitize the knock sensors with your permission. And they go, okay. I desensitize the knock sensor. Voila. Knock is gone. Not because I am now risking his engine it's because i know because i owned the combination and did tons of vetting on my own that that is a false knock issue 100 percent. that's why lmp of md are killing it tune with the dyno then hit the strip to see how it actually shakes down so i'll give you an example uh, i'm a huge spacex fan i'm a huge uh, uh you know fan of um space travel so SpaceX has a ton of computer models and the computer models pretty much tell you everything you need to know. But at the end of the day, you still got to fly the rocket. You still have to take off. You still have to light the engines. You still have to actually get this thing up there. The computer models tell you that it should do this at this thrust at this, that, at this, that. If you do an Excel spreadsheet and you do shift points and you're like, da, 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 da. Okay, cool. But until you actually try it, you don't know what's going to happen. So SpaceX, they did all these models and they're like, they, these many engines, this much thrust, stage separation. Then you have, you know, the booster comes back and then you, okay. So what happens? They throttle up. The concrete explodes underneath the pad. The concrete takes out four engines. On the way up, a fifth engine craps out. Never got to stay separation because the gimbal stopped working because the hydraulic power unit burned up. So it's one thing to say, computer tells me this, so this should happen. It's a completely different thing when you actually try it. So when someone's on the dyno, right, and they, and they dial in shifts on the dyno, I go, wait a minute, is there a load on that dyno? Is the car traveling through the air on that dyno? Are you actually moving everything, front wheels, air, there's resistance? It, no, just because you dial in shifts on the dyno, whoop, oh yeah, 6,500, send it home. And then you go what? And the tires spin, and it goes up, and it downshifts, upshifts, converter lockup based on a bunch of different factors. It changes everything. So theory and application are two different things. Because I've owned the GT500, this red car has been through hell and back with 15 different combos. I've had a Coyote swap car with a 4R200. I've had a manual Gen 1, a manual Gen 3, an auto Gen 2. I've had it all. So in a truck, in an F-150 truck, uh, 10R80. So when, when I tune a combo, and I'm, that's the different methodology I would think if you're getting tuned by me you're getting some stuff based on experience, but the base file that you get sent is all the same. Sorry for the long, long-winded answer. I apologize for that, but I try to get you as much info as possible. Alex, would you recommend using ET Street SS tires on 20s? Should I use my 17-inch wheel instead? It all depends on what you want to do. Uh, Jake from Power by the Hour had this car that used to be owned by Jeff Norris, and this car is probably the best example of a GT you will ever see. 
There is one car out there, guys, that is a unicorn of all unicorns, and you guys have not seen it. You guys have not heard about it. I see it, and I go, that is a perfect Gen 1 GT. It is a fluid twin-turbo built motor Gen 1 Coyote with a 4R200 heat exchanger. That's right. Twin-turbo with an ice tank and a heat exchanger. So that means you can you can race this son of a bitch and, uh, and drive it on the street. Full exhaust, Magnaflow, all the way to the back. It has a special K-member that you can drop the whole K-member down and the motor stays up because it has these blocks that bolt into the body that keep the motor up in the air. You can literally drop the whole front suspension, motor stays in its place. Such a badass build. Like the best built Gen 1 in history and nobody knows about it. And now it's owned by a guy in Georgia. I'd love to buy that car one day because that car is such a badass. Anyway. He had a set of 19-inch ET Street SSs. Bitch was like an 840 car. 4R200, 19-inch widened Brembo wheels, ET Street SSs. That car would be a deadly roll race slash street night car. Man. Alex, I got a Gen 1 F-150 with slightly hard shifts. Can Lund look at the log, see if it's been messed with? Not really. All we're going to see is the shifts happen. We're not seeing like why the shifts are harsh. You understand, like, we're not seeing, oh, B-clutch is coming in at a different rate than it should. No, all we see is the shifts hit hard. If you have a high miles and you have a lot of tolerances on your clutches, they'll slap on the shifts. So on the log, we can't see why it's happening. If you have your MSD tab 2, trans brake or separate button, switch for section 8. It's still on the trans brake. I still haven't tested any of that stuff out. Admiral Peck says, hey, yo, anyone want some dual 17-inch intakes for your Gaystang S650? Boy, you're you're just not funny. Uh, <laughs> can I get false knock if you have 7.5-inch pistons? On my 18 Aldo car, the dyno, but, got, okay, no knock on my 18 Aldo car on the dyno, but got some at the track. Esh Rupain, exactly. So, right, Esh, good example. You had a, L, he had, he's had some badass cars. He's had, <laughs> Esh Rupain has had a bunch of badass rides. He's had um, a Z, an old 300ZX. He's had a twin turbo F-150. He won and a twin turbo F-150 on a raffle. That was cool. And then he had an Aldo car. Aldo car. Like one of the first kits. I think the first kit. So on the dyno, car's not moving. Car's stationary. Strapped down. Wide open throttle. Mint. Go to the track. Now the car loads the suspension. Raises the front end. Comes down. Shifts. And the knock sensors go, no thank you. That's the difference. You got to go to the track and do the vetting. If a Dino Tune doesn't want to see your track data log, then that's a red flag. Alex was my first follower on X. <laughs> Kyle Austin says, that kind of scares me. Desensitize the knock sensors. What if you get a bad batch of 93 or something one day? Then that, again, that's on you. If you go to Shell, see, that's, a, that's the problem with pump gas, Coyote Austin. We don't go crazy on pump gas. I'll desensitize the knock sensors, not like 100%, maybe 20%, a little bit. Because with Octane Booster, it still knocks. So I desensitize them. That's, that doesn't mean it's going to see 20 degrees of timing, Coyote Austin. It's only going to see the cap, which is 15 or 16, depending on your Octane. All we're doing is making them less sensitive to the vibration. Now, I don't do that to everybody. Some people and some tuners might say, I am not desensitizing your knock sensors unless you got E85 and a return style fuel system in the bitch. And that's just them being safe. Major Toss says, nothing is certain. There's always risk. There's always factors to change results. Oh, my God. Admiral Peck, I, I, I read his comments, and then I just, like, skip them. Because sometimes it's dumb. 
I don't understand why street cars are obsessed with dyno tuning. I'd rather street tune and then hit the dyno all day. I always like when people list custom dyno tune as a mod on a car, um, especially with a draggy driving you mile per hour. Soul says, have you taken a ride in Jake's Green SN95 Coyote Swap? Is that the way to go for... I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not a big fan of that platform. The 97 Cobra platform, I think, is is okay, but it's just clunky and it's not my thing. I've never driven in it, but you know, it just it just wasn't a swap that made me go, "This is badass." I, I thought it was a really cool swap. I thought the car was super clean, but I was not a fan of any 94 to 90, 98 car. 94 98 to me is Malay's era. Malay's era shit. Modern Malay's era. Have you heard about the 6.8 liter Mustang? I'm keeping my 11 GT, then got to get new built engine trans and force-fed 3 liter Whipple. You're not going to have people in the system asking for Alex because they like the methodology. Look, that's fine, but I'm only going by experience. I had a guy, okay, I had a guy the other day hit us up over the radiator, (laughs) fucking trompeta intake. And I was like, I am disclaiming nonstop that this is going to be a problem. He goes, bet. So we got it dialed in, and then we got to E85. So my red car, you can go online right now and see what my red car ran, 60 to 130, Stita intake, GT350 manifold, um, six something, six F converter, 373 gears. It ran 9.8 in 60 to 130. Okay, and at the track, I think it was like a 9.8, 9.7 car, 60 to 130. So this guy goes 10.6. And he goes, I don't get it. It's two seconds faster than my previous setup. It's two seconds slower than my previous setup. I go, what was your previous setup? A different cold air, sucking in air from the engine bay. I go, oh, so your over-the-radiator trompeta intake is performing less than... A regular traditional style cold air. Uh, color me shocked. And they're going to want to know why. It's forcing air in. I don't get it. I get it. I get it really easily. If you understand how the mass airflow sensor and airflow works. But people don't want to hear that. People want to see it's an over the radiator. It should go faster. No, it should not. Not in a math car. So... My red car, because I owned it, I raced it, in NA form, I said, you might want to get rid of that intake because I can give you my red car's tune, which shifted at 7,800 RPMs, saw 30 degrees of timing, and if your car doesn't perform the same, something's wrong with your car. 30 degrees of timing, 1.0 air load, E85, trims within 5%. What else do I have to do? Tell me what else do I have to do? Anything above and beyond that is mechanical. There's nothing else I need to do. You're not funny. Proceeds to laugh at me. I laugh at me. Pecker, today's your day to read all of your brochures. Uh, 9495 Cobra R came with 351 when it cool at the time. Right, but you understand, that's like a, they made what, 300 of them? How many Cobra R's did they make? I don't look at a Cobra R and think that's the standard for those years. A one-off or a 300-off is not the standard. The standard is a GT and a Cobra. And the Cobra was okay, at, at the time, 300 horse was, was something. But I just looked at the cars and I went, I just, it just don't turn me on. There's nothing about those cars that I go, oh my God, that car is badass. It's just those cars in that era just never appealed to me. 
I love 94 to 98. I hate the new edge, but yeah, they definitely need help in the power department, hence the Coyote swaps. Omar X in the house. Coyote Austin says, Max makes sense. In the past, I had an N-Gage that could read the knock on the fly. Stuck with HP Tuner's device now. How are people seeing false knock on the fly now nowadays? Coyote Austin, see, this is the problem with people. You are trading in convenience for data. Everybody on the chat wants to have a phone tuner. And then the TDN app does not let you see your data logs. So how do you how do you read your data logs if you don't have I don't get it. Well, get the laptop out, son. Get the laptop up and put a motherfucking Dell on your fucking passenger side and stare at it sideways while you're going 100 miles an hour. Welcome to 1999, bro, while you're doing laptop shit. You are trading in data for convenience. It's super convenient to be able to see, you know, to be able to load and log on the on the tuner uh, on the phone, right? Awesome, right? Can you see your data log? Not unless the tuner sends it to you and then you got to see it after the fact instead of seeing it live. You want to see it live, but you can't do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. But you've traded in convenience for the lack of data. So when I look at it, I'm like, wait a minute. I want like, okay, I'm going to data log my GT500. I'm going to data log my GT500 live. I want to start it when it comes time to start it up. I want to be able to see the data live. I don't want to start it up, do idle and slow revs, and then go back on my laptop and look at it. And go, oh shit, it's 50% lean. I probably already blew it up. Uh, C's trumpet intake. I gotta lie, I'm impressed. Okay. I still have my stock Brembo wheels. Can you really get them to widen? That might look pretty good. Yes. And I don't know what video. Let me see. Do I have a video? Boy, that's gonna go back in the way, way back machine. If I can, if I can go. Oh, are they doing a static fire today? Glenn and based on they are doing a static fire today on um they're doing a static fire today at SpaceX. Um, so um, I don't know where the hell that 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 video is, where we widened the um, Brembo wheels. They're 19 by 12 now. Oh, bro, they look they look so good. Videos. Oh gosh, good luck finding that. I I ha literally how many videos do I have total on my channel? 1300. I love that. I have a channel that has 1300 videos of probably some of the most educational. Billy Badass, Coyote, and Ford-related stuff out there. 65,000 subs. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mr. Beast gives away a PS5 and you guys suck his dick nonstop. Which is fine. Whatever. Be salty. I am salty. YouTubers are retarded. Um, I'm trying to look for that video of the widening of the wheels. Let me see. Wow, look at, look at all these videos, bro. Jeez, this is crazy. And you know, I didn't know how many videos. I mean, I knew how many videos I had. But I didn't realize how many were out there until LMP actually scrolled in the beginning of the video. I'm like, damn, I got a lot of shit up there. Uh, the, yeah, I don't think I took video. Look at look at section hate. Look at section hate going nines on like fucking ten pounds of boost. Uh, da da da, Jake section hate. I'm sorry, that's not section hate. That's hush money. These are old videos. GT500 got pulled over by the cops. Big wheelie on the look per dome. Wow, bro. I got so many videos. Look at that DCT weight, dino stuff. This fucking hunk of shit. This guy was mad at me that I gave it a shitty review. Sorry, your car's shitty. I gave it a shitty review. What the fuck you want me to do? Um, bro, where is the... I don't think I have it. 
I'll ask Jake because Jake owned the car for a little bit, and that car was so badass. That car was the widening of the 19-inch Brembo's. Let me ask Jake if he has a picture of it. Yep, I don't have it. Man, I got so many videos. This thing was badass. NA made close to 500 horsepower. This is a trans brake test on the in the car. Ah, oh, bro. All the cool stuff. Literally the best channel ever. But you know, whatever. What the hell am I gonna do? <laughs> if nobody wants to watch it, I can't force you to watch it. Sorry. So much stuff. So much data. Uh, let me go back here. There we go. There uh, we go. Um, are you talking about the Terminator that had the wide stock wheels? No. Uh, two, tune your car. Just add timing. Add gas percentage. Will be faster. I'm uh, fucking Admiral Peck. If you are tuning your car, you don't need to see the data log. If you trust your tuner, then you need a new tuner. Airbnb dropped fifty percent. It's gonna be huge for the housing market. Um, we used the Palm Pilots back in the guys. You can use the Torque app. You guys know what the Torque app is, right? Okay, let's do this because apparently you guys don't know how to Google. So the Torque app is an OBD2 reader. Okay, if you want to see live data on your phone, download the Torque app, right? Let's say you get your car tuned with HP tuners and you want to see data. Get the Torque app. Just download Torque Pro OBD2 car reader, find a compatible OBD2 reader and live on your phone, you can choose all the stupid crap you want to use. Here's a trailer. Let's see. Let's see what this is like. Like, I don't know what year is it, but this is like old news. You can check codes. You can check monitors. You can, you know, you can set up gauges. You can actually... Uh, look at that. So I don't understand if you guys don't know how to Google, but this Torque app, you can watch everything live. You could put a knock PID here, short-term fuel trims here. You could do whatever the hell you want. Miles per hour. So please, please guys, Google. Because you guys are out there like tripping balls saying, oh, I can't see my data logs. And I'm like, what the fuck does it matter, bro? Like get the Torque app if you really want to see your data. Like I, I don't see the big deal. You guys are tripping out there. Just get the Torque app. I mean, Alex, you could just sell me one of those N-gauges you have on the, and go all the way just saying Torque app is awesome for DIY guys. Help me. But obviously there are limits. Like it won't do power balance and whatnot. No, but people just want to see knock live. And short-term fuel trims live. Fuel pressure live. You could see it live on the Torque app. Um, it says, Wellcraft in Michigan widened my 18-inch SF50 rear wheels 20 to 2011. I put 315 wide, R888s, exactly. Low horsepower, G2500 says, Wellcraft wheels in, in Livonia, Michigan does good work. They can widen wheels and restore. Granny Macchiato says, what happened to Dome? I got cookies. I just wanted to make the, the car channel a car channel. I didn't want to involve cookies or other things. Because then, then that opens the door for other stuff. You know what I mean? I want it to be car-centric. I remember the Produce Zero video that got deleted because the dude was salty about his Terminator. Alex, I saw your new video on the 1080 saying the 2123 now has a saucy tuning like 1820. What kind of gains difference? No! Nothing! Nothing. If you have a thousand horsepower built transmission car with a trans brake and twin turbos, then you get the saucy stuff. NA to like nines? Bro. The base file is as saucy as it gets. So nothing is going to be gained with 21 plus new files. There are no new files. It's literally just another thing on top of the base file. 
Like if you have a build transmission, right? Let's say you build a transmission. We have a file that sometimes with certain transmissions that have extra clutches needs some help shifting. That's it. Like it, it's nothing crazy. AJ says, I found your channel via a short or reel or something. If you want more subs, really, you should campaign short clips, which, no. What are, you, what are you talking about? Shorts clips? The ones that make no money? The one that causes a bunch of work and no money? Like, TikTok helped me to get more stuff. And I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, and didn't help. Like, I hired somebody to clip my videos and put them on Facebook and Instagram. Nothing. Like, I got maybe a bump of 10. Lots of uninformed Mustang guys out there who don't know about your channel. I know because they're clueless. Bro, if they don't know about this channel, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you can learn everything you need to learn about coyotes ever on this channel. The problem is this. They want information. They want a complete video made on something they want to know about. One guy. When they can listen to a live stream, sit down and listen to a live stream and learn. Like, today I talked about the US Shift 6 thing and how it does not work as well as a stock computer. There's a ton of information in some of the sentences that I said in there, but people were just gonna go, what's better, PMS or JLT? Like those are the kind of questions they want me to answer. And look, I, it's, one of those, it's one of those things where I'm like, look, whatever you wanna put under your hood, however you want it to look, it doesn't matter to me. I've only said one intake has the best data out there and it's the PMS vendor well. Bro, Weldcraft Wheels, 20 minutes, who cares? Uh, Cody Miguel says, Torque Cap, add parameters you want to see, record live. There's your data log for less than 20 bucks. Exactly. Tony's doing well. Tony's chilling. Alex, sponsored by Gold IRAs. Get out of my timeshare. And Prepper Food Storage Companies. Exactly. I did not want to become a... So this, this video is now sponsored by uh, Truly, Celsius, fr you know, Freshly, Get fresh food here. And you know what? I love fresh food. So I went and got this fresh food program. Shut the fuck up. This is a car channel. I hate that. When I'm in the middle of watching a good video and they parlay some bullshit in there. You know the best thing to get is a really stiff drive shaft. Speaking of stiff drive shafts, my drive shaft wasn't stiff enough. So I ended up getting Bluetooth. Like that's what, that's what YouTube is becoming. Like, parlaying bullshit or, like, setting up your sponsor. Like, sleep number beds. Oh, guys, I'm... How you guys doing? Uh, talking shit? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I had a real tough time sleeping, but uh, not last night because my sleep number bed was put on number seven, and it really fixed all of my issues. Sleep number bed, I put in YDBT for 15% off. Shut the fuck up. We're all lucky Alex isn't a sellout. Lots of knowledge to be gained from this channel, not just Coyote related, but all the way around with cars and racing. The last two shows I've learned, I really want a CTSV and, and, and a dumb cam so I can imitate Alex chopping down the street. Me too. Raycon, Active Greens, Bosley hair, plugs, right? You know, guys, I used to love the <laughs> I used to love the wind hitting my hair, but now since I'm bald, I haven't experienced that. But with Rogaine... <laughs> I got a diehard LS Chevy guy watching your videos, turning him into a Ford guy. He's looking for a Coyote F-150. Now, Coyote F-150s are badass. Look, I'm telling you that the Coyote F-150 is going to be the last muscle car. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the last, the last muscle car is going to be a truck? Speaking of trucks, <laughs> stupid, blue shoes. Can SCT tuners show data live? Oh. 
how can I teach these kids? Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. How can I teach these kids? Where is it? Uh, you know, it's only like, if only I had a video showing how to data log live. If only I had a video. So what did that take me? Two seconds? If only I had a video showing how to data log live. I'd be so sick. Here's your list. And your tuner's going to send you a list of all the shit he wants you to see. After you're done completing the list. Yeah. You go over and say configure data log. It's going to ask you to name it. You can name it. Uh, there it is. It's already saved. You got it. You're good to go. Now, now we're going to start playing ball, baby. But there's a look at this. If only there was a video that would show how possible. How SCT, how SCT shows you live data. Thirty second, uh, you know, time frame to get everything up to snuff up to uh, five thousand RPM. Bah! Then you let off. See, I let off the throttle. You want to see a wide open? Ah, if only there's a way that you can see live data on a video. I'm telling you, my channel has everything. My channel has everything. Every question you've ever had about Coyote, tuning, SCT, anything, Engage, my, my channel has it all. Pillow ads incoming. Uh, yes, pillows made by the, I mean, the my pillow guy is the biggest fraud of all time. The biggest fraud of all time. That guy's a weirdo. My sheets are made from threads from Giza. Do you want do you want good water? This water is from the River Nile, not the Nile River. The River Nile, unfiltered. And you know what's in the Nile? <laughs> Straight Jesus. I mean, there's a remnants of Jesus here. Like, stop it. Uh, Alex, what's your Manscaped promo code exactly? Alex does a great job performing anything on the channel. If you want to learn more about the platform, go to the track events where they race. You can learn log if you want to listen. Right. How many of you saw the video where I diagnosed a guy's launching issue on a stock tune? On a bone stock tune. He had a 2015 performance package Mustang. He'd go to the track, bone stock tune, and he'd launch... When he'd launch, the car would nose over on its face. And I said, do you have advanced track off? He goes, yep, I unplugged the ABS module thing. I said, oh, the pigtail. I said, okay, let's log it. We data logged it. It was going into clutch protection. I go, let's try just dumping the clutch. He goes, what? I go, yeah, dump the clutch with the stock tires. Don't, don't slip the clutch out on a stock tune because clutch protection enables on 18 and up, clutch protection is disabled. They disabled clutch protection on 18 and up because of that issue they were having on 15 to 17. One of the first modifications on a tune any Gen 2 guy does on a manual calibration is disable clutch protection. So once he was launching the car, dumping the clutch, the car went like a half second faster. 2013, 5 volt motor just hit 100,000 miles. How many miles before a timing chain needs to be changed now? It's got 100,000 miles, and there were probably 40,000 of them were beat now. Love how real you are, but still, LOL, bro, doesn't know any, doesn't, doesn't know any better. Alex, needs to do reaction videos of some of these wild videos. My pillows are made from actual clouds from the sky. <laughs> I remember that video. Had the same issue. I always run with traction control. Nah, bills are paid at third. Okay, stop it. Stop it. Stop it, Admiral Peck. Um, 
what is happening? FTT performance, set it and forget. Low horsepower, GT500 says, set it and forget it. Oh my God, Teruviate woke up from actually making pancakes and moved over my hammy. I can't believe he's up. Have you finished that car yet? Like, I almost got the GT500 started. I started that project a year and a half after your project. New motor, new trend, and you still don't got your two-valve V6 new edge wide 20-inch wide front wheel steamroller ass. Like, I, I, bro, he still doesn't have that car running. I might have my car running tonight, and this guy still doesn't have his car running. Someone woke up after making waffles. Clutch protection. What kind of garbage is that? Yes, there is this thing called clutch protection on Gen 2 Mustangs and Gen 1. Turvy with the wake up. Grassroots, baby. Takes time. Exactly. Damn, I thought Turvy worked in a warehouse now. Maybe. No. Turvy supposedly works at a um, refinery now. <laughs> Could you imagine him working at a refinery with those type of guys that don't take any shit and you're probably going to knuckle up in the first week? Uh, B. Turvey still collecting data. Maybe Admiral Peck will shut the fuck up now that Turvey is here. I, I like I like them both. I, I like them both. Look, we all we all have a, a Beetlejuice. We gotta have a Beetlejuice and a um, Gary the Retard on the chat. You know what I mean? Like we have a Gary the Retard like on the Howard Stern show and Beetlejuice. And then um, what's the other guy's name? The big guy. The big guy that uh, says it is all the time. He ended up dying or something. I don't know. An oil rig, right? No one rushes number two. Ten months and no new Turvy videos. The fuh? Yeah, what he was wasn't he working in the oil field? We both we got both Beetlejuices in the house today. Look, if I get my GT500 started today, that's gonna piss off a lot of people. It's gonna piss off people that hate me and think, oh, the motor blew up, so you're you suck, Alex. Whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever. I've worked on it on my own. No one has helped me. Not a, not a soul has helped me on that car. Jake is going to help me with the wiring Monday because I want the clutch to be depressed, not like sad, like be pushed down and be able to start the car with the factory stuff. I want to make it as factory as possible. This is why I don't think I'm going to have that car for years and years and years. I want it so that the new owner and myself starts it like it does stock. Clutch in, start, everything's cool. Um, AC eventually is going to have to get put in the car. Like it needs a lot of work to be street car worthy i gotta take the limiters out of the front it's got limiters in the front i had coilovers in the front i gotta bring the right height up i gotta do a bunch of things the ydbt clown turvy has officially checked in peasant chat is now complete starts m&m um number two is difficult because you can't be as good as first but you have to be better than third turvy's making the old boys some waffles and eggs before the shift bigfoot that's right bigfoot the howard stern character Turviati says, because I'm not paying shops to do my stuff for me, I'm not. Uh, you're, you're, you're rebuilding your own motor? And I'm still making my list of parts I need to throw at it. I'm looking at 12000 give or take, just for wheels and tires. See how stupid he is? He is setting his budget so ridiculous. $12,000 for wheels and tires, but he wouldn't spend $200 for a proper battery box. He wouldn't spend $300 for a pop proper switch panel. He wouldn't spend... A thousand for a proper roll cage. He wouldn't spend two thousand for a decent running V8, but he is spending twelve thousand dollars on wheels and tires. Think about that. Just think about. Forget the motor. Forget the roll cage. Forget the switch panel. Forget the steering wheel. Forget the radiator hole splatter on your on your on your car. 
$12,000 wheels. Your tune's got my Gen 2 manual gap and 1320 scats on my intake only car. Injectors, G85, y'all are the goats. Parker, Lomancy, thank you so much. Lund Racing, in my opinion, we're the last ones. Like, we're it. See, yes, there are other tuners out there. But, like, we are so busy. And again, we're not on a level playing field. We're, we're tuning like this. Once we are able to do what we want to do, when it comes to devices, when it comes to software, when it comes to a bunch of things, it's like kicking a person when they're already down. We're the last, if you want to go eights, there's only one place. If you want to go sevens, there's only one place. If you want to have swap stuff vetted, that's only one place. Like we're the last ones. So it just makes sense to just, I get it. You Maybe you hate us because you ain't us or you weren't in on our Tuning, you were like repping your boy, repping your people. You love being chippy online. You like talking this shit online. But at the end of the day, you go, damn it. Do I have to buckle down and get a Lund tune to see what all the hubbub is about? Fuck it. Let me ask them a question. Support at LundRacing.com. All right, I'll be back in two weeks when I normally get responses. Oh, I got a reply? Yeah, 2015, JLT and E85. Alright, let me just check back in two days. Oh, he replied again? Payment link? Oh, okay. Sends payment. Alright, I'll be back in a week. Next day, wakes up. Tune attached. Instructions. Uh, configuration file. PDFs with pictures. And you're like, in, in a day. In a day. I asked the question. They got me paid up and a tune was in my inbox in a day or two. When you were used to two weeks in between replies. This motherfucker said 21 by 14. Bro, stop it. Whoa, my God. Oh. Three fifty-five tires ain't cheap. I got my eyes set on 21 by 14s now. Oh, you know what? I found his car. I found his car right here. Turby, there's a shop that has your wheels right here. I got it right here. Check it out. Yep. There, there's your there's your fucking wheels. <laughs> Twenty one by fourteen. There you there you go. There you go. Hit up hit up um caterpillar. <laughs> Hit up Caterpillar for your wheels and tire needs. A CA15. That'll work real good. There you go. Fucking said 21 by 14. You know, Z06s don't have that wide of a tire or tall of a tire. But this motherfucker wants a wider wheel and tire than a Corvette ZR1. Listen to that. And this is why people like this can't be taken seriously. Like, you can't look at Turvey and know he's got the right amount of chromosomes. You know he's got way more. He's probably, he'd probably tout that too. He goes, I probably got more chromosomes than you. I'm like, I bet you do. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Matter of fact, I guarantee you do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, sure, Admiral. Just cut corners. Ah! <laughs> Stop. 
Stop. He said cutting corners. He said, I, basically, he doesn't want to cut corners. So, let me ask you a question. Um, let me ask you a question. Oh, oh Lord. That bar is... Oh. <laughs> yeah, cut corner. I don't cut corners. Look at the switch panel. Look at the... What the fuck? Look at the switch panel, kids. He's actually panning to show you his... <laughs> Look at that switch panel. What is that big red button on the top? Like the fire suppression system? Look at the pedals, son. Why is your... <laughs> Where's your... Sh <laughs> he said, yeah, cut corner 21 by 14s. <laughs> oh, look at this. Off. Just in case you didn't know, this means off. This right here <laughs> is my final product. <laughs> now I just have to clean it up and triple check that all the... Bro, what the fuck happened here? What is this? What is this, Turvy? Explain yourself. Is this weld? The welds are good before I install it. Zoom in on the welds. What the fuck? Oh, this? oh he's going to die in that motherfucker. He's going to hit a speed bump, and this bar is going to unhinge and stab him in the number two on his neck. All right, so I got ah! little, little bitty tacks in place just to hold this. I was using... Ah! first before i tacked it in check that shit out it's already in my car wow i'm cutting the down bars right now <laughs> here's a 21 by 1000s oh my lord so i got my heads back <laughs> the first day i pulled up with the generator <laughs> is the same day i see that they finally oh, fixed the power i love you all right short update video i got the 240 fire bolt. hazard oh, oh there's a 352 crank i got something to wrap it up with Oh yeah? I'm not gonna cut no corners. Fuck you, Peck. You think I cut corners? I'm turvy. I'm not I don't cut corners. I make them. <laughs> I got the receipts, bro. The HVAC tape. Oh, I love it. I love it. Look, turvy is the gift that keeps on giving. Quit it, he already dead. <laughs> I think Turvy already died, and this is just like someone else on his account. He went up for a test drive and the welds exploded and brought shrapnel into his body. Hey, what's that in your x-ray? Oh, well, that, that's a weld. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that's a weld because, you know, I don't cut corners, so I wanted to make sure the weld's on the money. But something happened where, like, the cage just, like, exploded on, just under tension of the weld, and it just, spe I, I think I'm going to sue the welding rod company. Welding rods? Yeah. What, what do you mean, welding rod? Like, the stick. On a roll cage? Yeah. I'm redoing my entire 352 short block. I got something nastier in mind. You know, Ford will introduce the S650. Introduce an electric Mustang. Then there'll be mag... Like magnetically LK99 swapped cars before you will ever put a motor in that car. I guarantee it. What is it, Turvy? A 353 Alfredo Diaz. 
Shit! Alfredo Diaz with the zinger. Chevy just sits in Bucephalus and makes engine noises while pressing all the switches. The big button is his version of OnStar when he crashes. We need to get an NHRA tech to search that cage and record it. Chevy would go to the hospital and make decisions for the doctor on his care because he doesn't like people breathing down his neck. 21 by 14 is going to stress the cage out, so better triple check my final product. Radioactive Fabrication says, Chevy's my favorite kind of person to troll at the car meets. Admiral Peck, man's brought a prefab eBay cage and called it his own work. Oh, he even said man's with a Z. We die like men. Sticker definitely applies to Turvey's car. I'm just imagining the amount of dirt and grass building around there. <laughs> Turvey, how many times have you had to mow under the car? Like, do you move your car forward to mow under it? Or do you just let the weeds kind of become one with the car? Like Gaia. Alex, I'm telling you, his is a unicorn. Turvey's got to be spe spe special ed kids for sure on the spectrum. Turvey, just sell everything and buy a running more modern vehicle. Oh, yeah. Guys, a fan of the show, a follower, a subscriber said, I have a two-valve convertible in Louisiana for free V8 that he can have. And Turvey said, I ain't going to Louisiana. You ain't catching me dead in Louisiana. You think I'm going to go to Louisiana for a free car? But you got something else. You got it twisted. Piece of junk. Convertible. It's not as rigid as my eBay cage with snot welt. A free car. My car is no longer at the car shack now. I loaded it into a storage unit. Oh, you're getting serious, serious, huh? So now it is out of sight, out of mind. We'll see how that goes. Oh, my God. You know, he probably does sit in there making noises. Number two, chromosome. How will that cage look with his intake? Must be primo. Imagine if Turvey gets qualified to get a Tesla. Sundays are the best shows. I mean, guys, the end of the show was just great. Baytown for life. His car is more eco-friendly because it doesn't run. <laughs> oh, I love it. Should have taken apart... Should have taken the parts to the parts from. By storage unit, do you mean the crusher? Turvey can't figure out why it won't start. Stares at the battery terminal crimped by a hammer. Nah, that can't be it. Baytown Rollers. Yo, let's get an update on the live stream. Or live stream. Turvey, I'm broke and I will personally pay by myself for you to attend a welding class. Cost must be closed down or the meth operation. Turvey has turned down jobs now and free cars. Yes, is this the repo lot? Yes, the storage area is the repo lot. That or the electric company condemned it. <laughs> Turvey, just sit in the engine bay. That setup would look stupid, stupid. I'm out of here. What a show. That's why the peasant chap is the best chap. Today, we hammered out why LMP of MD is one of the better channels out there and shops out there. The, the, the vetting of the CT5V nine-second car and the customer that allowed him to fuck with it should be commended and praised. They're doing Everything right, in my opinion. And they have a great work ethic. Alec Bledsoe, Fuzz, and all the guys up there. And Alex and all your guys. Shout out to you guys. You guys just do amazing work. And I love the shit that you guys put out there. We talked about tune vetting, 21 and up. We talked about what controllers control the 6R80 stuff. And then Mr. Turvey gave us an update on his future up and coming 21 by 14 inch wheels with a 353 as opposed to a 352. All right, guys. I'm out of here. I'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, 8 p.m. Even though I'm on vacation, the show doesn't stop. Tuesday at 8 p.m. We'll talk some more stuff on Talking Shit Tuesdays. Tonight, 5 p.m. GT500 update. I think you guys will really enjoy it. It's already up. It's already scheduled. So at 5 p.m., a 18 to 20 minute video will drop on the GT500 updating you on what's going on. Hopefully you guys will enjoy that and we'll get you set off for the uh, week. And I'll try to get you guys videos on the Corvette 
cold air intake tuning, maybe some Fox body stuff because it's running great. So things are going real good. All the cars might be running by end of today. So that'll be interesting. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Have a good rest of your Sunday. See you later.